Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. The Lord was enough for me when I fought the lion. He was enough for me when I fought the bear. By God, he's going to be enough for me today. And when David ran into that valley of Ella. He went, I believe he went saying, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want for protection. I shall not want for cover. He's more than enough. Jehovah es mi pastor. Amen. All my Spanish speaking friends, I just threw that in there. That's what Psalm 23, one says in Espanol, Jehovah, Jehovah es mi pastor. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want for cover. I shall not want for protection. I shall not want for victory. All I have needed, his hand has provided. Hallelujah to God. When David, when David, see that's, and now look what happened. David goes into the, he goes right into the valley. And then the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David. The Philistine went on, said, come to me, he says, watch this, because here's where we lose it. It's when the pressure's on. It's when the crisis feels like it's going to crush us. He says, I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. In other words, come to me, you little punk. You've got no armor. You've got no sword. You've got no defense. When I'm finished with your bony butt today, the birds of the air are going to pluck your skin to the bone and you're going to rot in the valley. That's when the pressure was on. He was being cursed out. Don't answer this out loud. Anybody ever just been cursed and made to feel so small? Well, say amen if you want. But anyway, uh, right there, the pressure was on. He's cursing David. He's telling him, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to tear you apart and the birds are going to pluck you to the bone the pressure was on when the foreclosure letter comes when the pink slip arrives on your desk when the divorce papers arrive at your door and the engagement ring is put back in your hand and somebody curses you and treats you like you are a nobody when the pressure the pressure was on here, people. The, this nine-foot giant, like I said last week, he looked like Billy, just five feet taller. Billy Wilson. And the pressure was on, and that's when it hits us. You know what? It's easy to sit here and trust Jesus when we're in the church. But sometime between now and next Sunday... When the world seems to be closing in on you, the devil will tell you, God is not enough. You need a drink. You need another meal. You've already had five, but you need another one. If you'll just cut yourself, it'll take away. Just numb the pain. It'll be okay. When the pressure's on is when we get tempted to look to something or someone other than God. David was weak. David was in the flesh. He was weak and he was vulnerable. But he discarded man-made stuff because he knew his God. 
I said he knew his God was enough for him. Hallelujah. He was vulnerable, but I'd like to put that word up on the big screen. He was, everybody say vulnerable. What are the last four letters in that word? When you are vulnerable, he is able. And as soon as we get vulnerable and weakness hits us, we have two options. Run to one of our drugs or we can allow our weakness to propel us to the person of Jesus. That's the only option to your freedom. If you're struggling with any of these addictions today, it's not another therapy session. It's not another trip around an addictive substance. It's run as fast as you can to Jesus. He will embrace you where you are, accept you in his love, infuse his life into you, and give you strength for your weakness. It's time that we quit putting, I gotta preach this because this thing's in my spirit today. It's time that we get God out of the box and quit treating him like he's something that happened on Sunday for 90 minutes and we start running to him like he's my only help. He's my only source. Quit playing, quit dating God. We just date God on Sunday and we come here and we hope to get something to get us through to the next Sunday. God don't want you to treat him like he's a date. He wants you to be married to him, intimate with him, holding him, him holding you. Run to him, run to him, run to him. If you're empty, run to him. If you're broken, run to him. If you're hurting, run to him. If others have inflicted pain on you, run to him. He's the only one that can heal you and set you free from all of this. Somebody shout amen out loud. Let's just stop all this God on the circumference of my life. If you haven't struggled with any of these, I promise you today, if you will run to him, he will set you free. Praise God. If he doesn't, the gospel I preach is invalid. My God rose from the dead. And when he rose from the dead, he took the word impossible out of your vocabulary. <laughs> and it's time we admit some of our, and quit blaming everything and everybody. You know one thing I do like, you know what I like about AA, sister? You know what I like about AA? At least they're honest there. Not like in the church where we tell everybody we're blessed and highly favored. And, How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. Blessed. Great. Fine. Blessed. Fine. 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 Blessed. Blessed. Great. 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 Fine. Blessed. Great. Fine. Blessed. Fine. Blessed. Great. I'm fine. I'm blessed. I'm... Well, how many know that everybody in this room is not great? Everybody in this room is not fine. Some are struggling with homosexuality. People are struggling with pornography in this room. Talk about getting naked. Some of you have already been naked this weekend. <laughs> Somebody better get me out of here. <laughs> and you weren't even married to them. See, Adam and Eve were naked and they were not ashamed. You got naked with somebody who's not your husband or your wife and you're feeling ashamed today. One thing about AA, at least they sit there and say, hey, hi, my name's Russ and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, my name's Dave and I'm an alcoholic. 
And I know we've got theology that, that we admit we're now a child of God, but I, at least there's some honesty there. And, uh, but in the church here, we, we, we cover everything up and we tell everybody we're great. We tell everybody we're great on Sunday. And then we go home. And we go on some site we shouldn't be on because we feel empty on the inside. You gotta run to Jesus, everybody, because you cannot heal in the same environment that made you sick. We gotta run to Jesus because you can't heal in the same environment that made you sick. Somebody say amen out loud. It's time to get addicted to Jesus, everybody. Anybody ever hear the term Jesus freak? Anybody ever been called a Jesus freak? You know, that, that, that was a term always meant to put somebody down. But I tell you, a Jesus freak, that's somebody that's crazy about Jesus, talks about Jesus, wants to be with Jesus, loving on Jesus, leaning on Jesus, trusting in Jesus, filled up with Jesus. It's all about Jesus, singing about Jesus, 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 Jesus. I think the church needs some more Jesus freaks. Amen. Amen. Vulnerability and weakness can either, I'll tell you what, vulnerability and weakness will either keep, will have us running to some of this or it'll have us running to Jesus. I say it's time to run to Jesus. Can I get an amen in the house? It's time to run to Jesus. I'm gonna close with this right here. Everybody, uh, it's kind of cool, I guess, that you applaud here and there, but not really looking for applause lines. I just want to talk to you for a second here. It's my heart that everybody in this room would walk in faith and victory. Are you with me, everybody? And I, I know what it's like to feel tied to some of these things. Um, and uh, when we're tied to these things they keep us from stepping into God's destiny for our life because when you're crippled you can't help somebody else can I get an amen to that if you're broken yourself how are you going to help somebody else with a broken leg and today what I want to I, I, my, my plea to you today is that the giant of addiction must fall and no, you may not be addicted to opioids and heroin and alcoholism. may not be the big ones that everybody thinks about when they go to rehab. It may be cutting. It may be money. It may be TV. It may be video games. It may be accomplishments. It may be weed. It may be cigarettes. It may be food. It may be pornography. Uh, it may be uh, alcohol. I don't know. But I, I come today to tell you that it's not Jesus plus that. For David... Jesus was enough against the lion, the bear, and Jesus would be enough against the giant. And I'm here today to tell you that the blood of Jesus and the death of the Son of God, when he covers us with his blood, we want for nothing, not for protection, not for strength, not for cover. I'm telling you that Jesus is more than enough, and you don't need Jesus plus this, because Jesus plus nothing equals everything. In closing, Paul said... In 2 Corinthians, 
so to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. God had given Paul a lot of revelations, and so a thorn was given him in the flesh. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. <laughs> I find it strange, Reuben. He only prayed three times. Most of us would have prayed 300 times. Take away the pain. Take away the anxiety. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul says, therefore, I will not try to numb my pain. I will not try to hide my vulnerability or my weakness. I will boast all more, the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness. Watch this. I'm content with weakness. I'm content with insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Can you say amen to that? We don't know what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. We don't know what it was. Some say it was his eyesight. I never really bought into that, but I was thinking and I was running yesterday when Paul met Jesus on the Damascus road, a light shone from heaven so bright it blinded him. And maybe he never fully recovered his full sight. Maybe his eyesight was dim so that he would remember the day he met Jesus. I don't know. Some say it could have been sing his singleness I don't know what his thorn was. We don't know. We just know that God allowed it. And Paul prayed three times for this weakness to go. God said, my grace will be sufficient for you. So Paul embraces his weakness. You know, he says in the last part, when I am weak, then I am strong. And if you're borderline oversaved, you might think I misquoted that. We usually quote the verse wrong. We say, when I am weak, he is strong. That's what we say, but it's not what it says. When I am weak, I am strong. When I embrace my weakness, when I stop trying to hide from it, when I stop looking for a drug to numb my pain, when I embrace my weakness, when I am weak, then I am strong. And I thought to myself, could it be that God, you might pray for your anxiety to be healed. Could it be that God allows anxiety to remain so you will run to him for peace? Could it be that he allows physical pain to remain so you will depend completely on him for healing. Could it be that he allows calamity so you will run to him for comfort? Could it be he allows your loneliness or singleness so you will run to him and find a friend that sticks closer than a brother? We tend to resent our weaknesses, but our weaknesses allow us to experience the power of Christ. I encourage you today, if you want to be strong, 
a stronger husband, stronger father, stronger mother, stronger wife, then celebrate your weakness. And the longer I walk with Jesus, the more increasingly I am aware that he is attracted more to my weakness than he is to my strengths. We hope you enjoyed the daily word from the fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ, thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.